Hey there, welcome to Super Ringwave Podcast. This is Nash. And this is Tom, and welcome to episode two of the uh, podcast. Um, I don't think we have too much top of the show business to go over today. Um, I guess we, I could explain that episode one is sort of still lost in the void. Uh, Great. It's coming eventually, I think. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, and I guess the other thing I'll mention now and I'll also mention at the end of the show is we got an email address. So if you want to contact us, feel free to email us at podcast at rainwave.cc. Um, we're also working on a website, but that's not quite up yet. Um, we will definitely let you know when it is. Yeah, if you have any suggestions, comments, uh, grievances, you can reach us at the email address or on the forums. Yeah, you can, uh, we're very active on the rainwave.cc forums, uh, so you can check us out there. Alright, well, I guess, uh, we should go into the music for the show. Uh, this week we're doing a theme on puzzle video games. Um, and we decided to keep it pretty wide open. Basically, um, puzzle platformers work, uh, other types of puzzle games. As long as it's pretty much a puzzle game, then, um, then it counts. Yeah, and I like... I think that it's really cool to pull a lot of different types of games, because puzzle is such a wide open thing. So, I got really into the unusual puzzles in this one. Yeah, yeah. I, for some reason... It was a pretty easy genre for me. I, I there's a lot of uh, games as like puzzle, and then I thought of a, a soundtrack right away, or thought of a specific song, and it's like, oh, I definitely want to play that. Um, so it's it's pretty quick for me to just grab a lot of my favorites from from the genre, and um, but I think it should be a good episode. Yeah, I grabbed a lot of favorites too, but this first one's actually one new to me. It's from the game uh, Kururin Squash. I'm I'm butchering that. It's a really hard word to pronounce. It's okay. from it's from short running Kuru Kuru Kururin series. Um, that was a weird one. You actually control the rotating stick, and you huh. had to maneuver it through levels. There's a lot of flash games like that now. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sounds interesting. Um, really weird soundtrack composed by uh, Atsuhiro Moriyama, same person behind the uh, Ganbare Golf Boys soundtrack, actually. Oh, really? That's great. Yeah, Ganbare Golf Boys is. Uh... <laughs> One of my favorite weird uh, TurboGrafx-16 soundtracks. That's exciting. Yeah, cool coincidence. So yeah. uh, here is the opening theme from Kurur and Squash.
Alright, we are back. Again, that was oh, the opening theme from Kururin Squash, GameCube soundtrack by Atsuhiro Moriyama. Uh, it's not... it's really not remarkable music. I don't know, it's not... nothing stands out about it, but it's really friendly. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's very laid-back, a little laid-back jam, and... Um, it, for some reason, it sort of reminds me of, like... I don't know, like, the... It sounds like some. Uh, it sounds very modern, like very modern elevatory music, sort of. It does. A lot of this soundtrack, it's really specific. Like you can listen and say, "Oh, that's an ice level. That, that's a tropical level." Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then you have this guitar. You can sort of hear it in the background right now, and that sort of comes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And it's sort of that sort of. It has that like very funky twangy sound to it, but it, it, it sort of doesn't fit with the rest of the feel of the song. But not not like in a bad way, It's it makes it interesting. Yeah, it's weird stuff. Yeah. yeah what, what level did you say this was? The opening theme. Opening theme, alright. Very good. Well, shall we uh, go into some more music? Um, I think we shall. Alright, so first up, uh, I'm going to be playing a song from Toki Tori, which was a Game Boy Color game. Um, it was sort of a puzzle platformer game that I don't know much else about, um, but the is composed by a, a guy who goes by Beek, B-E-E-K, um, and it's interesting because uh, I learned of this artist first uh, through one of his original, like, original chiptune albums. Um, but then later I found this game and found out that it was composed by the same guy like years and years ago. Let's see, this game is from 2001. So it's like 12 years ago he was working on uh, Game Boy Color songs and then more recently he released sort of an uh, old, uh, old style well, uh, chiptune album of, of original songs. Um, I think the, the album I'm thinking of is called uh, robot date or something like that oh um, yeah that one eight bit something yeah 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 let me look him up real quick um but anyway so i'm going to be playing uh the song called extra two it must have been like a bonus level or something um and so let's go ahead and play that and i'll tell you more about beak after after the music
Perry, welcome back. That was uh, the song Extra 2 from the game Toki Tori. It was a Game Boy Color game. And that's uh, by Beak. Before the music I was saying, uh, he released an album, and their album is called 7-Bit Date, colon, Robot Love. Uh, and so that's one of his more recent uh, works that was sort of an original. But this song here, uh, I like it in that it's... Um, it's got sort of that classic chiptune sound. It's it's sort of uh, a happy little Game Boy chiptune, but it has some nice complexity to it. It it uh, it's not like as simple as uh, a lot of earlier Game Boy chiptunes, and so you you really feel like it uh, it sets the mood and sets the stage really well. Yeah, a lot of these old chiptunes. They, they really draw from pop and synth music of the 80s, but this one, it's not as simple. It has a real progression and a chorus, and I like that. It's a little, it's a little more of a song. Yeah, definitely. Um, evidently, this game is about a chicken who uh, has to go fetch all his, or go save all her eggs or something like that. Um, but sounds like a weird game, but. There it is. Alright, well, personally I'm a bit tired of the uh, pop music, so let's do something a bit more serious. This one's from Intelligent Cube, um, composed by Takayuki Hattori. Uh, you ever play this one or hear about it? I haven't, no. This was a bizarre PlayStation 1 puzzle game. You were this guy, um, and you were walking around this huge marble slate that was all tiled, and you hmm. had giant cubes barreling toward you end on end. And you can make, you could lay traps on the tiles one by one to make them vanish. Hmm. It was a really modern, artsy game. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Uh, and the soundtrack is this really deep, symphonic, dramatic thing, so I'm just going to get right into it with the first tide.
Alright, and we're back. That was, again, the first Tide from Intelligent Cube, composed by Takeyuki Hitori. Um, it sounds like we were talking like a really old movie score. Almost like something from B-movie or something. It totally does. It, it, it sounds like, um, I don't know, something you'd hear even in, like, an old black-and-white movie, or, or... You mentioned it sort of sounds like a Star Wars knockoff, and it sort of sounds like that, too, but it, it definitely sounds movie-scorish, but, like... Yeah, I can hear it in, like, a film noir thing, like, in the action sequence. Oh, totally. And it's... But it's sort of... It's older movie-score. It's not, like, the new version of movie-score where everything's all, like, these big orchestra hits and, and things like that. It, it's, it's more subtle than that. Yeah, I think he's drawing a lot from, like, the classic John Williams scores. Oh, definitely. I'm, yeah, there's I'm definitely really a lot a big, of I'm not a big movie score guy, but that's that's one of the few composers I know, and that's what I'm hearing. Sure, definitely. Uh, do you have something different for us now? Yeah, so next up, uh, we're going to go into a remix. Um, this is going to be a classic. Uh, I'm going to uh, be playing a song that's a remix of Dr. Mario's uh, chill theme from the NES. This remix is by DJ Redlight. Of course, the uh, original score was by uh, Hirokazu Tanaka. And so this song is called Burning Up. <laughs>
And welcome back. Uh, that song was Burning Up by DJ Red Light. Uh, it's an OC remix of a song from Dr. Mario. The, the original song there is Chill um, by the composer Hirokazu Tanaka. And anyway, that song has always just been one of my favorites uh, on OC Remix. Um, it's a it's a song that sort of, in some ways, defies uh, classification. It has some a lot of electronic influences, but it's also really funky and has that awesome organ solo halfway through that's just like amazing. Yeah, it has this whole funky Hammond B3 organ going throughout it. Like you have all this modern techno, and then that's there and it's like throwback to 70s soul music. Totally, totally. That, that organ, uh, it, it has those nice organ hits throughout. Like, you just hear them coming through every once in a while, and then about three or four minutes in, it has that organ solo, and it's just awesome. Um, and wait, oh, go ahead. I'm just curious what else uh, DJ Red Light has done, because it's not a name that I'm familiar with. No, he hasn't done much uh, that I'm familiar with. He has, like... Yeah, looking at his, uh, his stats on OC Remix, he's done three remixes from uh, Final Doom. Uh, one from Descent 2, and then this one from Dr. Mario back in 2007, and hasn't, hasn't released anything since then. Um, at least on OC Remix. But yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard of him much. That's a shame. Yeah. But it, it, like there with that little uh, voice clip, and we were, we were saying earlier um, how the, the little pill sound effect uh, that comes in every once in a while. It, it, it's hard to use sound effects like that effectively, but it's, it's a really nice uh, touch to this song, I think. Yeah, and he, it was really tempting, I think, for remixers to take a game like this with really distinct sound effects and put them in beat itself with the melody. And he refrains from that, which yeah, I really definitely. appreciate. Definitely. You know, it would have gotten so cheesy. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Well, let's keep with the funk theme. This next one is from Tetris Attack. This is a classic. This game is one of my favorite puzzle games. No, I'd say the, the best puzzle game I've ever played. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's from Super Nintendo. Well, originally it was paneled upon in Japan. Mm -hmm. And it was re-licensed with uh, Yoshi's Island characters for the U.S. Gave it sort of a cult following. Uh, really varied soundtrack, but this stage in particular I love because it has a really cool bass solo uh, toward the end of a loop. And you never hear that in old SFC soundtracks. So uh, here is Flower Stage.
now we're back. That was again Flower Stage from Tetris Attack, Super Nintendo game, composed by Masaya Kazume. I I couldn't find anything else they've composed, but I'm sure they've done something else. Um, and we were just saying, about halfway through, that slap bass solo just comes out of nowhere. You have this really nice, uh, subtle song, and then it's just all of a sudden really intense, funky slap bass solo. Yeah, that's that slap bass is awesome. It's like you're just sort of trucking along, and then suddenly it's like whoop whoop whoop, and this the slap bass comes in. It's awesome. Yeah, I can't think of. I can think of a few modern soundtracks that have had slap bass, uh, some Sonic music, but nothing from this era. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, I I really appreciate that. And we were just saying, I couldn't find a single remix of this anywhere. It seemed like the perfect song for it, but nobody's covered it. Not right. YouTube, not OCR, nobody. It's really weird, because it's a really good song, and you'd think that that slap bass would be fun to play, and yeah, it's weird that no one's covered this. All right. I guess we have to leave it now. All right, well, let's uh, go into a new song. Um, next up, I'm going to change it up quite a bit, go from uh, that sort of funky beat to a much more quiet song. Uh, I'm going to play a song from the Braid soundtrack. Uh, this soundtrack's by Jamie Sieber, Shira Kamen, and Cheryl Ann Fulton. Um, and so I'm going to be playing Lullaby Set.
welcome back. This is uh, the song Lullaby Set from this game Braid. And we discovered this uh, specific song on the soundtrack was by an artist named Shira Kamen. Um, this soundtrack actually was composed of a bunch of licensed music uh, that was taken for the game. Uh, but at this point, I think most of the music is known a lot better from the game than from its original sources. I mean, definitely to me, and I, I think it's become pretty well known as a, an excellent sort of just quiet, um, very contemplative soundtrack. Um, but it's, it's a great song. It really is. I was noticing uh, during the last half of the song or so, it's in free four, but most artists would really push the time signature into a waltz, and you don't feel that at all. It's very relaxed. It's super relaxed. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously called Lullaby Set, and it definitely sounds like a lullaby. Like, it's it's so, so soothing, and it just flows so nicely, and it's it's just a great song. Yeah, I, I don't have much to say about it, just because it speaks for itself. Totally. The, the combination of the, the solo piano with the solo um, violin is just, it's just uh, so beautiful. Um, really, really enjoy that, the, that song and that whole soundtrack. Very minimal. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's go with something to contrast that just a little bit. Um, let's jump over to the soundtrack from The Incredible Machine. Uh, this one... Old PC game, uh, classic. I haven't played it much, but it was all about Rube Goldberg type machines. Um, it's really cool. Soundtrack was by Christopher Stevens and Tim Clark from Unit Loudmouth. Well, the unit was just those two guys, so I guess it's just them. Just them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the soundtrack, I love it because it wasn't a traditional game soundtrack. It wasn't level by level. They just took as many genres as they could and just sort of paid tribute to them. So you have all this bizarre stuff. You have genres that you would never hear in a game. And this one's one of my favorites because you should never hear this in a video game. This is the song Tuna Loaf.
right, we're back. We spent the last three minutes laughing at Tuna Loaf from the Incredible Machines soundtrack. Uh, if you hadn't guessed, that is a tribute or parody of Meatloaf, a famous artist, sort of a rock opera sort of guy. This song is so full of itself, we were just saying. It is... it is so far over the top. It is just yeah. perfect. It's amazing. It, it knows it's making fun of itself. It knows it's making fun of the genre that it's doing. But it, then it, it, like, it's making fun of it, but it also does it really well. And so, like, it's... It just gets into it and is has those rocking synths and uh, the crazy uh, 80s drums and it's awesome. Yeah, even the instruments themselves are picked out specifically for parody. It's you would I don't even know what to say to it. Yeah, totally. I I, I love that section that I just played. That's like da 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 da, and it's like it sounds so like emotional and is is just doing it. It's awesome. <laughs> What emotion is that? I don't know. It's just like... Uh, it, you can just imagine Meatloaf screaming over this. <laughs> Please get us away from this. Hey, well, I'm actually going to keep us in the 80s. Um, oh, God. The uh, My next song is going to be another OC remix. Um, this time, uh, by, uh, the remixer is a band called Zero Division, who's a, uh, self-described glam rock band, uh, from Germany. And so this, uh, song is from a remix of the game, uh, Deflector for the Commodore 64. Um, and so I think Deflector only had one song in it, the main theme. But it's originally composed by Ben Daglish, and, uh, even the original you can tell has uh, a part that really sounds like it's meant for a bass guitar. Um, and so, so, but then the remix totally overblows it. Um, the intro is a little weird. It's, it's the intro is like meant to sound like it's you're at an arcade or something, but once it gets into the song, it's total glam rock that, uh, reminds me of the darkness or something, a band like that. Um, so this is cover your light, uh, by zero division. Sunlight that's burning my eyes 
stray But you, you paved the way I was unthankful to deny to And to knew that it would be you I lied, I cheat I'm stuck inside my greed I hide, I run I betray the one who saved me to the Super Rainwave podcast. That last song was uh, Cover Your Light by Zero Division. It's a remix from uh, Deflector, the Commodore 64 game uh, that was originally composed by Ben Daglish. So that's just a over-the-top, glam rock, uh, total 80s cover. That's entirely ridiculous. That was amazing. Um, the uh, as you'll hear in a second when that cowbell start, comes in and is just like every single beat is cowbell it's it's just so funny <laughs> yeah you know um it reminds me a lot of if you like this kind of thing there's a band there was a band called bang camaro a few years ah. ago uh they were in guitar here with a rock band briefly and their entire shtick was making every song of theirs a 1980s anthem Right, right. They didn't even have lyrics most of the time. It was just chanting and guitar solos. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's it's so so funny. They uh, it's just so like glam rock. It reminds me somewhat of like the darkness and, and things like that. But the darkness. Um, yeah, there's a band called the Darkness. They did like, um, do you believe in a thing called love? Um, and some other songs that were pretty popular, like six or seven years ago but anyway this song it's just uh it's so ridiculous if you the lyrics are on oc remix and if you look at them 
like, it's about it's the song where, like, he's talking about his heartache and stuff, but then you realize that he's including things from the game. Like, he says, cover your light and, uh, deflecting the sunlight, because the game's all about, it's a puzzle game where you're deflecting a light with, like, mirrors and stuff to try to get the light into a specific spot. So it's it's just so over-the-top ridiculous that they, like, take this uh, game and, and keep the lyrics within the game. It's, it's so great. Yeah. The um, If you're interested, uh, this band actually has a few albums I just discovered. Um, their website, I think, is zero-division.com and it looks like they have two albums out as the first song on their first album. Um, I'm not sure if the rest of their songs are just originals or if there are other um, video game covers in there, and I sort of hope there are other video game covers because they're pretty awesome. Yeah, I would love to get this on Rainwave if they have more of this stuff. Yeah, totally. Well, I think I've had about enough of the 80s. Me too. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna take us into something really unusual. This is not something you'll hear on Rainwave, because um, it's a very low-key, atmospheric, ambient song. But it was from a game about a year ago called Anti Antichamber. I um, heard of that, yeah. yeah. If you haven't played it, it was a great puzzle game. It was like Portal, except instead it was all based on the art and worlds of M.C. Escher. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually have been meaning to, to check this out, so I, I should definitely do that. Yeah, well, it's probably going to go on sale in the next week or so. You know, Steam Holiday Sale. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely keep my eye out for it. And it is a... It messes with your head. That it It's hard to describe without spoiling it. But the soundtrack is very low-key, because it doesn't really need to be there. Sure. But I thought it'd be interesting to just throw it in here and see what you think. So this is the shortest song on the soundtrack, Black Tile.
All right, and we are back. Um, that was Black Tile from the Antichamber soundtrack, composed by Siddhartha Barnhorn. I don't know if that's his real name, but I really hope it is. Yeah. It's, like I said, it's not, it's a weird soundtrack. It's, it's all low-key, it's really percussive, it's not like the Assassin's Creed music or Hitman where it's all about strings. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's really mellow, and it, it almost had me, like, uh, I felt like I was very in the zone while I was playing. Just It just feels like it's moving along, but it, it's still getting somewhere. It's really interesting. Yeah. For me, I'm not... I like ambient music, but soundtracks usually not so much. Sure. But this one, I don't know, I just it resonates with me really well, I guess, because I'm really into percussion or something, but it's it's a really interesting song. And, yeah, definitely. And the rest of the soundtrack is all, like, ten-minute-long movements, which I haven't yeah. actually listened to yet. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a different pace than uh, than we've been hearing the last few songs. Well, I try. Yep. Hey, well, um, I'm going to bring us back to uh, some chip tunes. Um, next up, I'm going to be playing a song from the Alter Ego soundtrack. Uh, There's actually, even though it's a chiptune soundtrack, it's from a, it's, it's made pretty recently, um, I think in 2011. And this soundtrack was written by Kulor, who's uh, pretty active in the, um, the chiptune scene these days. So I'm going to be playing the song called, uh, uh, it's just called Level 3, because it's from the third level. So here's uh, Level 3 from Alter Ego. This is uh, Alter Ego's soundtrack. Uh, the song is from Level 3 by Kulor. Um, the soundtrack was actually originally 
um, made for a port of a ZX Spectrum game to the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System. So this was, um, even though it's a newer game, it's made by guys who like to uh, make these games on these old systems. Um, and so this uh, soundtrack is, uh, I think was made in Famitracker, um, so that it could play on the NES engine. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it just has a nice groove to it. it. Has really really crunchy drums in there. Um, it's a just a nice little song. Yeah, honestly, I never really paid attention to Alter Ego. I only heard the uh, Alter Ego Dreamwalker soundtrack. Sure, yeah. Which is also fantastic by uh, Yogurt Box. Yeah, I actually think I, in in general I like the uh, Dreamwalker Alter Ego Dreamwalker soundtrack better. Um, and it, it borrows a lot of themes uh, from the original game, but I, I like the arrangements better. Yeah, um, definitely. But, but there's still some, some good songs on this original soundtrack, uh, like this one. Let's see. Well, I have one more weird one before the end of the show. Um, so, when I heard about the puzzle theme we decided on, I went for Mr. Driller. Uh, the Mr. Driller soundtracks... The ones that I've heard, at least, were composed by Goshina, who's the guy behind some of the later Tekken soundtracks at Ace Combat 3. He had some involvement in uh, several Tales of games. Mm -hmm. This guy is a bizarre composer. He goes so far out there. <laughs> like, you thought the stuff earlier, you thought Tuna Loaf was weird. This doesn't even sound like game music. This, this is like a weird progressive jam rock song or something. The entire uh, Mr. Driller G soundtrack is like this. It's just all over the place. Where was country music? <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um, so again, this is uh, Mr. Driller G with IO.
Alright, and we're back. That again was IO from the Mr. Driller G soundtrack, composed by Masaru Shina, who goes by Goshina primarily. This, like I was saying, this doesn't sound like a game soundtrack. This is like, this is just progressive rock. Um, it's got that electric violin and the organ solo, it has a drum solo right here. I, you, you never hear this. Nobody does this. Yeah, yeah, and you'd never hear a drum solo in a, in a soundtrack. That's unheard of to me. It, yeah, me neither. I can't think of a single thing that would do that. And later in the song you have those bass breaks and he, he's like backmasking uh, violin harmonies and playing across the bar. And... Yeah. I, I don't know what this guy is thinking, but I like it. I really like it too, even though, even though it's really weird. It really grooves still, like, it, it's definitely something that kept my head bopping the whole time. I was like, man, this is, this is groovy. Yeah, like, it has that electric guitar riff going throughout. It reminds me a lot of that, um, that Fantavision song from last week. Sure, yeah, yeah, definitely. But then the rest of the time, it's, it, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, it's just strange. <laughs> well, do you have something more normal to take us out? Alright, yep, so that brings us to the end of the show today. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been the Super Rainwave Podcast Episode 2, our Puzzle Games episode. Um, as always, if you want to contact us, you can either uh, you can email us at podcast at rainwave.cc um, or you can find us on the Rainwave forums at... Uh, our website rainwave.cc well that's not our website where we actually don't have a website for the podcast up quite yet uh, but we're working on that uh, once we have that up i'm sure we'll let you know um any other uh, end of the show business before we take uh, it out on the last song yeah next week well uh, a few weeks from now when we record it we decided on acoustic music for the next themes right right yeah yeah so i'm thinking Basically, anything goes that doesn't use electronic instrumentation or, like, um, electronic sampling and things like that. So anything that's uh, orchestral or acoustic guitar or piano or, um, I don't know, should we allow things like uh, vocals or is that sort of a different category? Um, I would say if the rest of the song's acoustic, you know, it seems fair. Right. It seems like something we should uh, decide on a case-by-case -case basis, um, but we can talk about that more when we get to it next week, or next episode. All right, uh, so what's the last song? All right, so uh, to take us out, I'm going to be playing a song uh, that's a OC remix of a uh, Return All Robots uh, song. This game, I think, was composed originally um, by Mike, well, on OC Remix it says it's composed by Mike Worth and Zircon. Um, Zircon's pretty well known in uh, the OC Remix community. And so I, I think this, this whole soundtrack was released on uh, OC Remix a few years ago, in, back in 2010. And this, uh, this remix came out for it uh, with the soundtrack. Um, I'm going to be playing a song called Biologica Robotica by Flex Style. And this is sort of a very um, 
electronica, very uh, DNB, and um, it's it hits pretty hard, but I really liked it. It's it's it has a nice sound to it. Um, so without further ado, uh, this is going to be Biological Robotica. Thanks for listening yet again to the uh, Super Rainwave soundtrack. Or, sorry, Super Rainwave podcast. See, it's hard. It's hard, it's hard to remember, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we will see you next episode.